0: Welcome to WSD Voice, a podcast focused on positive and informative news in Waterford School District. I am your host, Sarah Davis, the Director of Communications and Community Relations, and I am here with Waterford School District Superintendent Scott Lindbergh. Today we will be discussing our English Language Development Department, which will also be referred to in this podcast as our ELD Department. This ELD department is actually an updated name from our long-standing English as a Second Language or ESL department here at WSD. And we will talk about why we have decided to do that name change in a minute. But first, let's introduce our guests.
1: Uh, yes, on the show today we have Jessica Ristic, English Language Development Consultant for WSD and Magdalia Rodriguez, Parent Resource Assistant for WSD. Both Jessica and Magdalia play a crucial role in our ELD department, and so they agreed to be our guests on WSD Voice to discuss the types of ELD curriculum we offer here at Waterford School District, as well as to explain some recent updates to the ELD department that we think would be of interest for our audience.
0: Okay, great. Welcome to both of you. First, let's start with the name change. Jessica, can you talk about what your department formally was called and what it was recently changed to?
2: Sure. So our department used to be called the ESL Department, which stands for English as a Second Language. And just this fall, we updated our department name to ELD, as you mentioned, which stands for English Language Development. And just to be really clear, that is the name of our department, our program, and our titles. But we still refer to our students as English Learners or ELs.
0: Okay. And why did you decide to change the name?
2: So there are a few reasons actually and one of the most important has to do with our standards so people may not know this but just like there are standards for math and science and social studies we have ELD standards as well and in Michigan those standards are the WIDA ELD standards so it makes sense that instruction of those standards would be carried out by an ELD department the names should match. Even when you think about our new curriculum, our new HMH into Reading curriculum, the supplemental materials for English learners are called ELD tabletop mini lessons. So again, we're going to start to see that match across our district and with our materials. Another reason is English as a second language is a term that doesn't completely capture what our students know and do. ELD focuses on helping students develop English whether they're fully proficient in their first language or not. And the term ESL can have the connotation that, that students have already mastered their first language where that isn't always the case. Sometimes students are working to develop both at the same time. It also implies that a student is learning a second language whereas English for some of our students is their third or even their fourth. So, English language development really helps us um, force an asset-based view, too.
0: Okay, that makes sense. In addition to the name change, you mentioned to me that you've added some new positions to your department to provide even greater ELD opportunities to our students. What are a few of those new roles and why were they needed? So this
2: year we added four um, English language development specialists to our elementary team. And uh, with the steady population of English learners enrolling in our district and a really significant increase in the number of newcomers that we've had enter our district, it feels like this is just the right time to add staff. Uh, We have a legal obligation to make sure that we provide the right resources and enough resources to ensure that our students are receiving an effective ELD support program. And that means that we need to make sure that we have both highly qualified teachers, and by that I mean teachers that are endorsed, um, that have the endorsement to teach ELD, and also trained professional support staff. We've had endorsed ELD teachers and designated ELD classes in our middle schools and high schools for a very long time, but we didn't have that same representation at the elementary level. Um, It feels good to know that that piece is a bit more aligned. And when you think about our new specialist, their work really closely mirrors that of their counterparts in secondary. So they are responsible for making sure that our students receive instruction related to our ELD standards. You'll also find our specialists creating materials for Gen Ed teachers to use in the classroom to help their students access the content. You'll find them serving on MTSS teams. You'll find them sometimes co-planning or co-teaching with Gen Ed teachers. And they really are just available to be thinking partners to any of our WSD colleagues who have English learners on their caseloads. I will mention that every ELD program has two main goals. And the first is to make sure that we speed up the rate at which our students acquire English. And the second is that we make sure that we are helping provide access to the general education content. And both of those goals are stemmed in civil rights issues. And so it's important that we have the right size team to meet those goals. And that, again, like I mentioned, we have representation on the teaching staff as well as the support staff. And just like our ELD teachers and ELD specialists, our support staff colleagues have always had a very heavy load to lift with all of the requirements of our program. Um, Our support staff is made up of three roles. We have ELD paraprofessionals, parent resource assistants, and a newcomer student liaison. And they all do incredible work every day. And as Magdalia is sitting here next to me, one of our amazing parent resource assistants, I can't help but think of another reason that I'm happy we've added more staff. And that is that I'm hoping it will help give um, Magdalia and her colleagues a little bit more time to connect with families during the school day. And I say that because they are working around the clock. They never clock out. They have families reaching out to them at all hours into the evening, and they never don't answer their phones. So they are the face of our program. They build really long-lasting, deep relationships with our families, and their role is just so vital. So hopefully they'll have a little more time too.
0: Yeah, absolutely sounds like a vital role there. So um, you've kind of already introduced Magdalia, but um, Magdalia, in addition to what Jessica just explained, what else would you like to talk about your role here at WSD and what led you to this position?
3: Thank you for allowing me to share, and thank you, Jess, for inviting me to come with you. Um, I could think of many other ones that could have came with you. Mm -hmm. But as a parent resource, our job entails a number of different responsibilities, from supporting teachers and staff members, advocating uh, for our parents, accommodating our English learners academically and with language support. And something new this year, like Jessica already mentioned, is uh, ELD teachers being able to collaborate with them, you know, work together with them, which for me at Donaldson has been a big help, uh, that extra layer of support that we have. As part of the support staff at our schools, we have also learned throughout the years that building relationships is such an important part of our jobs in order to be able to be that bridge that unites the English language excuse me, language learners with the community and the district, which is so essential for our jobs. Um, I can tell you about a typical day in the workload of a parent resource. Yeah, please do. It consists of receiving phone calls all day, uh, visits from parents in and out of the schools, text message messaging. Like Jess already mentioned, sometimes they call us at night. They call us on the weekends whenever they're thinking of something. They give us a call. When, when COVID hit and we went home, we were using our cell phones for communication with them. So that hasn't stopped. They still have our numbers, so they call us continuously. But um, also, besides the calls and the uh, visits, we also do translations for them. We fill out forms. We translate at conferences. We assist with any kind of behavior issues, whether it's good or bad. We also help them with homeworks, newsletters, school activities. So there's a variety of things that we do. But I also noticed that the teachers are so grateful to us, you know, being able to translate, you know, uh, communications, all kind of communications with the parents, you know, because it keeps the parents involved in their school, um, in their students' uh, school. The second part of the question, what led me to this position was, um, I've always loved working with kids, and in the church that I assist, I have been working with kids for a long time. So when I heard of the opening, I thought this would be a great place Mm -hmm. for me to be at so I'm so thankful that I'm here and I enjoy investing time in the kids I enjoy listening to their success stories you know um so yeah I, I I really enjoy working with kids
0: yeah sounds like a perfect fit and you just listed a lot of things there but what would you say is your favorite part of the job
3: my favorite part of the job is being able to um Get to know the families and the students. Um, I, I think throughout the years, I have been able to assist families from so many different countries. Not that I know how to speak all those languages, but I feel that even if we don't know how to speak all those languages, just the understanding, smile, or getting the right resources from Jess to be able to help them, you know, helps us to be able to assist all of these English uh, language learners uh, to learn the language. So I I have to say that I hear the most amazing stories sometimes from the families. Um, Some are good. Some are not so good, struggling stories, you know. But I just love um, just being able to be there for them and being compassionate towards them. I believe that at at Donaldson we have a, a great parent community. Um, we love, I, I, I love the way the parents can just come in and go out and feel comfortable, you know. Uh, we also do parent meetings with them to be able to show them, um, give them resources, how to help their kids at home, you know. And they enjoy that, you know, because we keep them connected to what the kids are doing at school. in um, this year, or the beginning of this year, we were able to celebrate um, at Donaldson Hispanic Heritage Month. We had a good turnout. We had a good time. We had lots of food. We had the whole school come out and and, and meet with us, you know, so we had a good celebration. So in addition to all of that, um, I think uh, as a parent resource, I love for our parents to know that they have a voice in the community, you know, that we are there to advocate for them and their kids. And. You know, we're here, you know, to help you, you know, whichever way we can. So I love knowing that at the end of the day I can home, go home feeling satisfied that I helped the child or I helped the parent. Mm-hmm. So that's my favorite part of mm-hmm. being a parent resource.
0: <laughs> well, it sounds like we're lucky to have you. <clears throat> Thank you. Jessica, you mentioned the importance of language access. Um, I hear we also have a new resource called Language Line um, that will complement the work that Magdalia and the nine other Spanish-speaking parent resource assistants um, are already doing. Um, can you talk about Language Line and what it is?
2: I would love to talk about Language Line. Language Line is amazing, and uh, like Magdalia said about her role, it helps us give a voice to the parents that don't speak English or Spanish or the languages that we have on staff. So, you know, we have about forty languages spoken in our district across, you know, across all of our buildings. And at any time of the day, any WSD staff member can pick up the phone, use our language line, hotline, reach an interpreter in 240 different languages, and the connect time, the average connect time, is six seconds, (laughs) so it's that quick to have someone on the other end. And already, um, we've used it for parent-teacher conferences. We've used it, um, Central Enrollment has used it when new students were enrolling, And we even had one of our parent resource assistants use it last week. I think it was last week when there was a lockdown drill and we had a new refugee student and Mm -hmm. he wanted to make sure that the refugee student understood Mm -hmm. that this was practice um, so that there were no feelings of stress or anxiety. So we have already used it quite a bit. It's really amazing. I'm so proud and so excited that we have this to offer.
0: Yeah, sounds like an amazing resource. in ways that maybe you wouldn't have even thought of, you know, such as something like the the drill, like you were talking about, you wouldn't think about that, but that's a great time to have that resource available for sure. Scott, I know Language Line was something that you also supported. Yes. Can you talk about why?
1: Well, we talk about we want to make sure that we're connecting with all of our parents, and Jessica, as you mentioned, we have over forty languages uh, spoken here in our district, so we have to be able to communicate with our parents, communicate with our students so they feel connected. And so we can really help uh, the teaching and learning go forward much better. We want to make sure we have the standards in place and make sure that all kids, all kids can be successful. And in order to do that, you've got to be able to communicate uh, and, and this certainly adds to that.
0: Absolutely. That connection is paramount. Jessica, you also mentioned earlier that we've hired four new ELD specialists who are providing crucial learning reinforcements in the classroom. So to check out what our new ELD specialists were up to, Scott decided to visit Grayson Elementary, specifically fourth grade teacher Lori Runk's classroom, to see how things are going for one of our new ELD specialists, Clarice Hardwood.
1: So hi, we are here at Grayson Elementary with Clarice Hardwood. And also with Lori Runk, fourth grade classroom, and what I saw going on in that classroom was really outstanding. I saw you working after the main lesson was given, working with a small group of kids. Can you tell us a little bit about why should we have two certified teachers, and why were you working with those kids, and what were you doing?
4: Sure. The reason why we should have two certified teachers is because I was working with a group of English learners who are at the developing, late developing stage who need more scaffolds and supports to produce what everyone else is producing. The, the idea is to provide those scaffolds, and then over time, those scaffolds won't be needed anymore. Um, we will get them Uh, up a level and proficient enough so that those scaffolds will go away and uh, they'll be up to the level that uh, everybody else is at. As far as um, the reason why I was working on comparing and contrasting, it's the skill that we're focusing on not so much the content, it's can they take that skill and apply it to any content area that they're in that they have to uh, compare and contrast, which happens on a daily basis. Um, and so I believe that with both of us working together, it provides you know, the opportunities that weren't always available before.
1: Well, that's great, Clarice. And so tell me, Lori, how does this help you Uh, move the classroom forward together
5: well in a fourth grade classroom as in any classroom we've got kids of all reading and writing abilities and levels and our English learners need more support with their reading writing speaking and listening skills so having a three-layer staff approach with Clarice as our English language development specialist and Karen Walker as our bilingual parent teacher resource. Both of them work with kids and both of them work with me to do the planning for the students that are in the program. And we use the WIDA scores that they they receive from their spring testing to drive what we know and also my notes and records from what I've been seeing with work produced in the classroom and together we're able to create a comprehensive plan to meet the specific literacy needs of each language english language learner so with three adults the kids get more time with the resources available they get more tailored instruction with the all the data that's collected and the collaborative planning that's done and they get a huge boost to their confidence as readers, writers, speakers, and listeners because they have the opportunity to work in a small group to be heard and to clear up confusion, and they have the opportunity to participate in the whole group as well as part of the learning environment. So it's a wonderful, wonderful approach.
1: Indeed. Tailored instruction, data-driven, aligning their curriculum, and moving everyone forward. Just awesome. Thank you so much for both of you, what, what you're doing.
0: Thank you. Okay, I love that interview. Scott, how did you enjoy being a reporter out at Grayson that day?
1: Yeah, well, you asked me to do it. I said, sure, I'll do it. But I love, I always talk about this, I love being in the classroom. Because as we're leading the district, we have to see what's going on in the classroom, what's working, how are the kids responding to these supports. And so then we can certainly use our resources well to provide those supports. And uh, it's just good to see kids being successful and connecting Uh, to what's going on in the classroom Mm -hmm. and it's just, uh, it's the best part of the job.
0: So I think that pretty much brings us up to speed on the changes for the ELD department, but we did want to give an update on one more item. I'm not sure how many people are aware that last fall we did a partnership between the ELD department and Wayne State University to provide crucial English as second language or ESL endorsements to our teachers who are interested. So Jessica, why don't you talk about this program and what has resulted from our teachers participating?
2: Sure, so... um almost about the same time last year we started our application process. Uh, We had partnered with Wayne State University so that we could provide a cohort for some of our Waterford teachers to take their classes to get that ESL endorsement and I will say it's still called ESL uh, at the college level. Um, So You know, it's been really great. We prioritized using some state and federal um, EL-related budgets so that we are taking care of 100% of the tuition for all five of our teachers who were selected after the application. Um, Even the cost of their books has been included. Um, It's been amazing. They started their classes actually over the summer, so they're just wrapping up their second semester now. Um, I hear great things so far, and by uh, December next year, we will have five more Waterford teachers with their endorsements. So it's really great. We're um, able to grow our expertise right within our own staff. I'm very excited about that for our students, and I'm also very excited. I hope that it shows our WSD staff members that we honor them and we value them by investing in them. Giving right. giving this opportunity.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Nice to see that investment in our teachers as well. Um, Scott, what do you think about this partnership with Wayne State?
1: Well, I think the partnership is, is exceptional. We need partnerships both in this community and outside to build our capacity to best meet the needs of all of our, our students. And I love the fact that we are growing our own with our talent that we have here in the district, those uh, teachers that have been here, they know our students, they know our families, and we're investing in them because we're investing in our families and our kids. And, and that is just a remarkable um, process that we're doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, I very much agree with all um, of that, Scott. Thank you to all of our guests on the show, Jessica and Magdalia. You are doing incredible work. Uh, Thank you to Clarice Hardwood and Lori Runk for allowing us to interview them in the classroom and witness the amazing learning that's taking place in real time. It's so exciting to see the ELD team expand in such a way that provides additional resources to our teachers and parents and students. And I wish you all the best as you continue to grow this invaluable department. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by Waterford School District's Department of School and Community Services and is produced by video production coordinator Jane Kelly. I'm the host of this podcast, Sarah Davis, and you can find all episodes of WSD Voice on our website at waterford.k12.mi.us or you can tune in to 89.5 WAHS or Radio Central Multicultural. We also invite you to subscribe to the podcast, which is now available on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and if you want to watch the recording, you can check out our WSD YouTube channel. We so appreciate you listening today and encourage you to continue to tune in to future episodes of WSD Voice as we discuss topics geared toward inspiring, educating, and empowering our students, staff, and alumni, and community to thrive. Hello,
1: everyone. This is Waterford School District Superintendent Scott Lindbergh. The results of the November 8, 2022 election are in and voters in this community approved our non-Homestead Millage Renewal and Restoration ballot measure. I cannot begin to thank you enough for your support of this incredibly important proposal. This funding equals 10% or approximately $12 million in annual revenue for our district. The passage of this millage guarantees the Waterford School District will continue to receive funding from the state for 10 years. The millage will pay for operational costs related to educating our students, such as textbooks, staff, classroom materials, and technology. We are so grateful to be part of a strong community that supports its schools. I'm excited to continue to work together with you to ensure Waterford School District is a place where our students and staff feel inspired, educated, and empowered to thrive.